All right, everybody, welcome back to the Zach and Emmy podcast. This is podcast number six, who we are and how our abilities work. Uh, as always, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, and we can just jump right in. Zach, how would you describe what you do? Hey, guys, glad to be back. I describe what I do as uh, frequency work at the base. Pretty much, I just hold you in a space, a higher space where you're able to kind of review yourself, analyze without all the filters you normally have throughout the day or uh, you're just holding in your mind. And in that space, I, I provide a safe, comfortable environment for you to grow and improve and blossom and really just take that extra look at yourself where you're able to, it's kind of like wearing glasses. You put glasses on, you're able to see things a little clearer, maybe a few things you haven't seen before and you apply those glasses uh, to yourself and really just help you put those pieces back together in the places that they should be, help you identify the ones that are missing, stuff you need to take more of all that. Emmy, how would you describe what you do? What are your abilities? Uh, so when I describe what I do, I feel like the more and more that I've done it, it's gotten more concise. Um, I describe it as taking you into a higher space where it's almost like everything that needs to happen just kind of happens. Everything goes into the right spot. Uh, if you think of a DNA molecule with a few of the pieces missing, it's like my energy comes in and fills those in for you until you can do it on your own. Uh, it's just a very loving and light, beautiful space that just, it feels very nurturing, if that makes sense. Um, and then I think that kind of leads us to our next question as well. Well, I want to say for me, uh, I think a better way to put it is that put you in a meditative space. I have, it's kind of like I have a conversation with your spirit or your higher self, whatever you want to call it. And we just kind of talk up there. Uh, you tell me things that you need to get down to your physical aspect, the person that's down here. So really you could say I'm a medium. It's a good way to describe it. I think it's always been hard to kind of find one word that kind of encompasses all of that or describes it without kind of like the other things that come along with that word. Um, oh, yeah. And there's certainly a lot of stigmas about it all. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so for our second Which question. Which is true. You definitely do have to be wary. How did your abilities start coming in and how did that start to create itself more for you? Uh, what was the journey like? Just growing up, I've always kind of been intuitive or I've been pretty empathetic growing up. I could always tap into people's emotions and feeling myself that like they invade my space a lot and I'd get wrapped up in a lot of other people's sadness or anxiety or pain and I'd always confuse it as my own. So I'd say that's where my journey started, really just figuring out how to protect my space, 
uh, how to identify what emotions were mine and what wasn't. And that was, uh, was the biggest lesson I really learned. I'd say my journey started, really got monumental or cemented itself was during my near death in Peru a few months ago, I think back in June when we went. Uh, but going into that, a few people wanted to hear about it. So uh, we had just gotten to Peru, just flew in. We were at the hotel, just got there. And we were just meeting back up with my dad after dumping our bags in the room. And I remember sitting down feeling a little fuzzy, not feeling so good. This is the last thing I remember. I just said, hey, dad, I don't feel so good. And I sat down. And my stepmom looked at me, and so from this point on, that's uh, what I've gotten from other people. My stepmom looked at me, and she's like, okay, I'll get you a coffee. She's like, calm down, it's okay. And apparently I had just, like, my eyes rolled up in the back of my head. I had started kind of seizing a little bit, and I fell out of my chair, hit my face on the ground and the wall. And I saw, I kind of saw all that which is the weird thing. I had like that bird's eye perspective of the whole thing. I saw Emmy, I saw my dad there, and there was a stranger there coming over to help me. And and then I looked up and the scene changed. It's like, I was just swiped into another reality, just like that. Like in the movies, you just look up and it's a whole different scene. And it kind of looked like a college forum, except nothing was like tangible or real. It looked like a blueprint, kind of. You know, from Tom and Jerry, I would show like the blueprint of the thing and it'd be like the blue paper with the white lines and that was how everything was drawn out. It looked exactly like that. And there were 12 to 18 people in the room uh, and they were having a meeting about my life. And it was kind of like I was in court. Like I wasn't, I was put on the spot. I was in the spotlight. I wasn't in the meeting. I wasn't allowed to say anything. I was just kind of there spectating the whole thing. And they literally went through every moment of my life and like debated it, talked it out. And I will say that audio is kind of locked for me. I don't know what they said, uh, except for one kind of comment at the end. Uh, so the person in the first row, my aunt who kind of raised me when I was a kid, she passed away a few years ago. But she was there. She looked at me. And she said, you're going to have a long life. It's going to be bountiful. It's going to be abundant. But you're going to struggle for a little bit, and you're going to help a lot of people. And she said, it's not your time to go yet. And she kind of waved her hand in a dismissive motion. And I snapped back into existence. I didn't quite like wake up yet. or I wasn't aware of my body, or I didn't have any senses. I just knew that I existed again. And... There was just this huge pain. Like it felt like my brain was melting. And I just had like that instinct, that primal reaction to like shirk away from it. And I think that's when I like started seizing again. Um, but I, I was trapped in that moment. I thought it was gonna last forever. It lasted so long and I couldn't get away from it. And I thought that that's all life was now. That terrified me. And then I actually woke up, it just stopped. Uh, my eye, I could like 
use my eyes or connect to them. And I was kind of looking around, took me a few minutes to see my ears were ringing. I had a really bad headache. Uh, After a few more minutes, I could hear. I had no idea what was going on. My dad had me in a bear hug on on the ground. Uh, just so I didn't hurt myself flailing into anything. And then after a few minutes, I could talk again. My speech was kind of weird for a minute there. And as soon as I kind of realized what had happened, like I knew that something just happened. I knew that I had just died or like gone away. Like I could just feel it in my bones. I just started crying. I wouldn't let go of the table next to me. It just was so solid. It was real. It was there. And I just felt like I had to hold on to it to be real. And just while I was processing everything. And so I had a few minutes on an oxygen mask. I ate some really good chicken noodle soup. Those hotel staff was nice enough to give me. And then I slept for like eight hours. And afterwards, I felt insane. I felt so good. I felt better than I ever had in my entire life. I just felt more me. I was perfectly adjusted to the altitude. Like nothing was going on. And I didn't end up going to a hospital or anything uh, just because we weren't really near one in Cusco, Peru. And yeah. So after that, I'd say things just really started clicking for me. I really just grew a lot more comfortable with myself. I was more seated in my space. I was a lot more solid and that allowed me to tap into my abilities more. And it made the meditations a lot easier, a lot more to bring in that regard. But yeah, that was definitely not necessarily the start, but I'd, I'll say it's the real start to just my career and all that ties into that. How about you? What was your start? I, for me, I think it was when I was 16, uh, I crashed a car and I was going about, I was going pretty fast. I was on the highway. Um, and it was a Tesla. So it was self-driving. Uh, and I made, it'll stop at that point. It would stop if it was behind a car, but it wouldn't stop at stoplights. And so I like just started I was just driving and then I just started like freaking out and I got so hot, like unbearably hot. And I just went to go to, I put it in the self-driving mode and I went to take my sweatshirt off. I made sure uh, the light was red. I made sure I was behind a car um, and I felt it slow down and then I'm taking my sweatshirt off. And then the first thing I see is me about to crash into uh, another car turning left. And then everything just went black. Um, the car that I was behind obviously switched lanes and I ran that red light and I hit them and then everything was black until I had a couple women come up and like knocking on my window um and all the airbags went off the ambulance came and they were examining me and I was completely fine I didn't have a scratch on me I didn't have any bruises nothing nothing hurt in the moment because of adrenaline. I had like, my neck was all messed up and I was hurt later, but that to me was just kind of, everybody was so 
weirded out that I didn't have anything on me and that like nothing it was like nothing touched me like I was just either I wasn't there or I was just like protected in a bubble it's kind of what it feels like um I don't know where I went I still don't know it feels like something happened but I still don't know what happened um and then after that I kind of I was just alone in a dark room for like almost a month. I didn't go to school. I didn't, I drew away from all of my friends. It just felt like I needed to be alone. And I had so much guilt um, for just causing something that nobody, nobody else was hurt, but just causing like that destruction, you know? Uh, and it just felt like it brought me back to myself. Like it was just a wake up call. Um, not that I was like doing like bad things or I was a bad kid, but it was just like a readjustment of my path. Uh, and then from then on, I always, I did online school throughout, throughout most of high school, but I just started spending a lot of time with my dad uh, and going on trips with him and really seeing what he does. Um, and for the people who don't know him, uh, it's hard. It's so hard to describe what he does, but it's very similar to what we do is like, he can see a blueprint of your spirit and of who you are and everything that made you who you are, what affects it, what influences it. Um, and then he can help you kind of just clear out or let go of whatever you don't need and kind of just help you become aware of who you need to be for yourself to get to where you know you want to be or you need to be. Uh, but for me, after that, I just started really going into who I was and who I needed to be for myself to feel like I was really proud of myself and like I really loved myself. Uh, and the more and more that I just meditated and got in touch with me and nurtured that connection and that relationship for myself, it just started like all of this detox and letting go of so much stuff and seeing why I am the way that I am, uh, what influenced it, how can I let go of that trauma and that weight and just take the lessons from things. Uh, and then the more that I got into it and the deeper that I got into it, it's like I was meditating one night. And when I say I see my abilities as my energy coming in to kind of fill in the missing pieces that you have in your little DNA molecule, if that was you or if that was your spirit, uh, it's like that was shown to me in a meditation. And so when I look at who I am, I know that I'm a very loving and nurturing person and that's what I do for other people. Uh, and I think just the more that I've gone into it and the better that I've gotten at it, I've been able to kind of separate other people's issues from my own. Um, because it's like you see people and you want, you see how what's wrong with them, not in a bad way, but just how they could be better for themselves or how they could, you know, feel more love. And it's like, you just want to fix it for them. But when you take that on as a burden, then it just pulls both of you lower. So I think a lot of it was learning how to kind of just separate that and not do it from a distance, but understand how strongly I need to stand in myself so that I can do that for other people in the best and most efficient way possible. But like for the journey and that throughout was one of the everything. things I struggled with too. Yeah. It's like you becoming that purest version of yourself is the hardest thing that you will ever do. And I feel like when, 
like if I heard somebody say that I'd be like that's kind of weird like the purest version of myself and when I say that I just mean letting go of all of the expectations that you have for yourself allowing yourself to just live through and experience your life and let go of what you've picked up from society and who they think um, or who you think that they need you to be to be good enough or to be happy or to make enough money and so all of that it's like you let go of that weight and the, the burden and when you allow yourself to just experience life and who you are that's where you really access all of your potential and everything that you could be because you're in your space and you're seeing who you need to be for yourself for your younger self especially letting go of all of that pain and that hurt um, so it's just about kind of gaining the strength to go through that and, and really who you start are. to yeah and be and proud of it and love it all those expectations to find who you are yeah um, so for the next question uh and we've got we got these questions from our clients which we really appreciate so uh, things that you say during the meditation sometimes feels like a higher level level consciousness. Where do you find your insights and do you bring in messages from others? So with each meditation, um, well, the 18 days that we run, uh, we do it live every morning. And that's what's nice about joining the live sessions is then you, we can tap into that group space and see what everybody needs as a whole. Uh, so that's why it's, it's important to get in there. Um, and with that, I think comes a lot of the messages for the meditations too, because it's not anything that I really um, make or there's nothing I really want to say beforehand. It's kind of just like we, we get on, uh, meditate, form that collective space, get everyone grounded and then it's like okay where do we go from here what does the group need today so with that it's always kind of like a different lesson but i think one example was well for the most part i always try and use analogies for what i'm saying just to kind of make it make sense like i have this one example you're a flower i think i've said this in the past podcasts but the flower analogy where you're the flower, our meditations provide um, a good environment, say like good soil, sunlight, you know? Nutrients. Yeah. And that's, and then you come in with uh, watering yourself and that's that self-care and that discipline. That's what you got to build up so that that space actually maintains beneficial for you and that you're using that soil and those nutrients and the sunlight. Uh, so analogies like that, that's kind of the way that my brain makes sense of all of it too, because it's really hard to understand stuff you can't see, especially. Well, I feel like all of those analogies like come from a deeper level too. Oh, 100%. Like I feel like it's a very natural way. When I, when I have analogies, I feel like they always just kind of come up for me. Like I don't need to think about it. It's just like, I see it and it's, oh, that makes, that makes sense. Uh, um, but yeah creating that higher level consciousness again I feel like it's just going into 
that space or that state where you let go, not of everything physical, but just of what you're going through, whatever's on your mind, and you just connect to that pure love. You have. Yeah, you connect to that pure love, that that light. Uh, feel just, and if you don't like the word pure, unconditional love, uh, unconditional light. And it just feels like it's there for everyone. And, and I feel with like that, that connects... yeah, the... go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say the mechanics of it. Yeah. It was, like kind of getting everyone say. on that same wavelength, you know, especially with the breath work too, like really just grounding everybody to make that space, like getting them on the same frequency, calming them down. Not that they're worked up or anything, but just getting everybody centered to make that space it feels like connecting to the potential of everyone and of the world the universe it feels like kind of the potential and that love is what connects everybody um and kind of just brings them together and then i feel like the more people that you have, the more, the stronger that it is, because obviously everybody's been through different things. So everybody kind of has different, obviously different energy, different frequencies to bring to the group. And it's like, it just feels like all that knowledge is shared for everybody. And it's nice because, you know, bring. someone who's a little more like stronger or specialized and skillful in this area can help someone who's less skillful or has less experience in this area like you said it fills in the gaps and it's easier to yeah get exactly and it doesn't even need to be physically spoken about obviously that always helps but it's kind of it's always there for you that knowledge is always there for you that's why when you let go of, if you're able to get out of your head and let go of what's in your head just the most as much as you can throughout the day it's like that's how you allow kind of that knowledge to come in for you and do its job and bring you out of where you are or whatever you're dealing with. Um, and I feel like a lot of it is what you tell yourself and how you act is so important. Um, and I feel like this really just clicked for me a few months ago, but if you're struggling with something and you feel so overwhelmed by it and you don't think that there's any way out and you're just constantly letting it overwhelm you and telling yourself, I don't have a way out, I'm stuck here. It's like, you will stay stuck there. And I think a lot of the strength comes in where you're, when you're really overwhelmed and you're really struggling with something, the last thing that you wanna do is kind of sit there and look yourself in the eyes and say, I know a solution will show up for me because it's so hard to let go of what you're comfortable with and what you're struggling with because at the end of the day, it, it's always gonna be familiar whether you know you like that or not if just taking the strength to be able to say that to yourself i know it will be okay i know a solution will show up for me even if you don't have one in that moment that creates a space or kind of a pathway for it to come to you without you constantly struggling and hating yourself interestingly enough that's what i was talking about on the many this morning like it's life's not meant for you to be sad forever or struggling forever like those things come up so that you're able to elevate yourself and get through it and learn and kind of get to the other side or get on top exactly like they're just things there for you to overcome they're not meant to bring you down and keep you there exactly uh so 
bringing us to our next question. Navigating the world with heightened senses, can you still listen to music and kick back in any surroundings or is it hard being around people who aren't on the path? Uh, and I think me, with that you can just say navigating the world with like a heightened intuition or an intuition that you're really into. I would say it's a heightened intuition. That makes sense. Well, and that's how I see our like abilities too. I don't really think of it as abilities. I think of it as a skill, a skill that I learned and that I tuned just like anything else. And our dad describes it in a good way. Um, I think a lot of people think that this is like very religious or like very spiritual. And again, I don't like, it's not a religion. It's not, I think it's spiritual, but that's my definition of the word spiritual. That's not, you know, yours or everybody else's. Um, but I just see it as, or he describes it as like, it's everything is energy. Uh, thinking of it as like frequency waves that you can't see, or like there's radio waves, there's this, there's that. It's all energy. And I think a lot of people know what we're talking about, but they don't realize it. Like meeting somebody and you just, for some reason, you just don't like them. Like you just don't feel like they're a good person. You might not know why, but you just don't, it doesn't click. You it's just not get the there. vibe that somebody... they, you shouldn't, be around them i mean whether or not they're yeah. a bad person they might just solely be a bad person for you yeah and it's not judging them or anything against them it's just the energy uh or like a, or situations you know, I, or, you know yeah and like feeling like you really shouldn't go to something then don't go and i see that as if I feel like I really shouldn't go to something, I'm not going to still go and give myself the opportunity to find out why it feels like that. Uh, or friends that you kind of just fall off with, you know, there's a reason for that. There's a reason behind everything, especially feelings. But for a lot of people, they're so mixed up in with um, in what people think of them or who they think that they need to be, that their feelings aren't clear, that that's why you feel so confused and muddled and kind of just like wrong all the time, if that makes sense. You need to get to a point where you're able to separate your emotions from yourself and what you think you want or what who you think you need to be in order to trust yourself and trust your intuition in that sense. Um, and like, is it hard being around people who aren't on the path? I genuinely, I don't. Think that that's well, okay. a good when you're way saying to the say path, that what do you say i don't think that, like, just actively working towards their best self that's how i see it that's why i don't okay, cool. like because well, when you path, say the path and you do that in quotes, well, well that's, that's just how so, that's just how it the just sounds was, so culty it does that's why i don't like it it doesn't feel right it doesn't feel good that's just how the question was written to us and um i know a lot of people think that way like and that brings me back to like religion too. Like a lot of people who are super religious feel when they're insecure, they feel the need to push it on everybody else. And it's like, that doesn't do at the end of the day, that doesn't do anything for you other than validate what you think you need to be doing for yourself. And that in itself isn't beneficial. Uh, well, it's I something think that's that why a lot of people trust. get grossed out by that too, is when people try and push their religion on you because they can whether they know it or not, they can feel that it's coming from a place of insecurity and not like, oh, yeah. like, this is something that's been really beneficial for me. I want to share it with you. Yeah. And so I would never say the path. I just look at it as people who are trying, actively trying to just do better for themselves and learn from what they do and not get stuck in, like in that or get willing to stay comfortable with where they are 
and not willing to learn. Cause I think if you're always willing to just learn and not even, not like specifically about this, just about who you are and your life and how you can make things better. And, oh, this is why this is happening to me. And now I can grow and walk away from it and do something better. That's how I see it. Um, and so like relaxing in any surrounding, I would, now I wouldn't say I, would I can relax in any surrounding, but like I've put so much work into me and my space and my energy that I feel very relaxed in my energy. I feel very comfortable. I've done the work to clean it out and make it somewhere that I want to be. Like I, I love being alone. I love being with myself. It feels fun. It feels like, especially relating to like your inner child or your younger self. I used to hate being alone because it always felt like I was running away from it because I didn't deal with the trauma that I had gone through when I was a kid. So now that I kind of dealt with that and I went through that uh, and now I can really see who I need to be for myself in terms of love and appreciating who I am and understanding why I am the way that I am now and how that was still like an opportunity for me to grow. Um, yeah, I, lo I love being with myself and I know that that's the energy that I bring to all of the people in my life and any situation that I go into, but it just depends. Like, I feel like I hold my space very well, but if I'm somewhere that I shouldn't be, then that is known to me and I'll leave and I'll go somewhere where I can relax or I can be in the right surroundings, if that makes sense. And it's absolutely okay to say, no, you're not comfortable being here or no, I don't want to be here. It doesn't seem beneficial for me. Yeah. And that's not making it anybody else's problem. And that's not to say like you shouldn't try new things. Yeah. But you knowing what you want and where you want to be, that's a great thing to be. That's a great way to define yourself by knowing what you're not. And that being said, yeah, definitely exactly. go out there, try new things. But that's the point. Trust your intuition. Yeah. Yeah. It's not if like it's not about being worried about, oh, is this is this the right place for me? Are these the right people for me? Don't worry about it. Just let yourself experience things and you'll know there's a difference between growth being uncomfortable and you being somewhere where you shouldn't be and you'll get to that point where you can decipher the two. Like it's not something that you need to constantly be worried about. Yeah, and with what you were talking about earlier with people too, like you'll know who you don't want to be around, but at the same time, you'll know who you want to be around. Exactly. Like everyone's met people before who just seem bright, just seem full of life. And yeah, you'll know that you want that in your life. And that's just the other end of the spectrum. And on the other side of things, if you don't listen to yourself or your intuition about that, you it will show you and it will come up for you again and again and it will be thrown in your face until you finally decide to listen. And there's never, there's no such thing as being stuck in something that you can't get out of or being somewhere that you can't grow, like you can't grow from or, you know what I mean? Like, you're never, are, nothing's yeah, ever cemented, and you'll nothing's know places, ever stuck. You'll know places where you can grow more and maybe you can feel that. But again, that being said, that doesn't mean there's no growth for where you're currently. Well, it's like the point is everything is a learning experience. So let yourself learn from it. If you're constantly worried about everything all the time, you're just going to feel that burden. It's not about that. Uh, do you still protect yourself from dark energies and does it get easier? feel like that we kind of answered that in the last question um but like that's the thing too if you're 
constantly worried about dark energies i feel like that's just an invitation for them to kind of scare you and use you yeah exactly so if you focus on just being light and knowing that you're protected because you know who you are and you're strong in yourself and again people might think that that sounds weird like you're protected but it's like logically in the most basic sense if you know who you are and what you want for yourself and in life then that's just you're taking away the power from other people to make you insecure or invalidate you or bring you down because you have that trust in yourself so that's how i see it and i see that just kind of transferring to your own energy and spirit like transferring to the other side like it, it, it's all connected well if you're breaking it down if you're constantly looking out for uh dark stuff like that or dark people you're looking for something outside of yourself you're inviting it yeah because you're looking outside of yourself yeah so if you focus that energy inwards work on yourself build yourself up like you were saying it's not something you really have to worry about as much because you're not just looking for it and bringing it in yeah so moving on to our next question does moss our dad uh still play play a role as an influence previously and now Definitely. You want me to go first, Saki? If you want to, I was just going to say, if anything, I'm closer with my dad now because of everything. And I say that just because I've just grown a lot as a person. I've grown smarter. I've kind of fallen more in line with it just because that's the way that I've experienced life. And it makes sense to me. It clicks for me. So with him as my dad, the lessons he's tried to teach me kind of go easier now. I'm more open to them because I'm smarter. I'm more intuitive. And that connects with that intuition. I think a lot of that's about you, though, like the more that you go through things and letting go. Oh, yeah. Well, that's just what I said. I mean, like before, when you're a kid, too, all you want to do is say no or you want to experience stuff for yourself, which is good that's what being a kid is for but yeah just growing up you learn from those mistakes you learn from falling down and getting back up and the more that i've fallen down and gotten back up the more i've experienced in that regard the more i agree with a lot of my dad's intuition and his logic and i just see that he's always just been such a good person like when he first started doing his work, I was always a little skeptical of it just because it was it like, is, no way you can't see that. Yeah. Like it's a hard thing to kind of not fall into, but just find belief in. Uh, and then you, you know, I was, tr I traveled with him so much. I saw how many people he helped and then me opening up to him and coming to him with my problems, like shit, he's right. But outside of that, it's like he's just such a beautiful person and he's such a wonderful dad. And just everything that he does is for us and not in a bad way, but it's just like we're his kids. Like He just loves us so much and he's so proud of us. And he we do so much for each other just because it feels like that relationship where it just works. It's efficient in a way to describe it, but 
just because he's just and everything that he's gone through I have so much respect for him because I see him go through some of the hardest things that I've ever seen in life and he's still so just so happy to come home yeah he's just so kind he's so soft he's just so happy to be able to come home with us and just cook dinner with us and eat dinner and just hang out like the the way he's able to separate things because he has so much trust in himself and how things will work out for him and the work that he's put into himself is just I've probably never seen anything more beautiful than that in my entire life well that's why it's so reassuring when you look at his character because that so much of that came from his career and helping people in this regard and just what he's so it's, it's reassuring yeah it's just reassuring to look at that and know like oh like this is the direct outcome of that like this is the direct outcome of who you'll be if you follow your intuition if you build yourself up to be your best self like seeing those yeah. results it's just nice and just the so. love that he has I've never experienced and it's like it's not even just for us it's for everybody like I've never seen anybody have so much patience and have such a pure kind of unconditional love uh so moving on to our next question love you dad I got this one nice well do you want me to ask you and do you want to answer or do you want to ask it I was gonna ask it because you Thank okay, go, go for it, big puppy. Emmy. What do you see when you scam people? Does it ever feel like snooping? <laughs> Slash knowing too much? No. Because my thing with our abilities or our kind of just senses is I would never abuse it. I would I would not be able to ever use that against somebody. Uh, and when I when I kind of read people or whatever, it's like I kind of, I just go into that meditative space and there's just things that I feel like I should tell you. And that's all that it is. I just feel like I should tell you something There's and you need to know it and I say it and then it just kind of grows or like goes off of that. Obviously it's, it's easier when people ask you specific questions um, or they tell you about specific situations just because you have more information to go off of. But if I just sit there and I read people, it's like, this is just what you feel like to me. This is, and then them having that perspective helps them. Just always having a different perspective is always gonna help you grow. It's always just a different lens to look through. Um, and so I feel like when I read people, I'm looking at you without any filters, without any lenses. I'm like seeing you from that higher version of yourself and, you know, who you could be or, and versus what you're experiencing right now. So it's like, I just help you kind of bridge that gap and help you understand why you're going through what you're going through in order for you to learn from it. It's not like I like do everything for you. I just tell you what I think you should know and what comes up for me when we talk and then you take that information and you do whatever you want with it. I agree. What about you? Same thing for me, really. I mean, I have that conversation with your higher self, so it's just whatever you tell me that you want to work on, that you need to work on. And I deliver that message to physical yeah. self down here. So I see where the question is coming from. Like, it's definitely a super intimate 
relation, form of connection. But again, there's no judgment. That's kind of where the unconditional love and desire to help comes in. Like, well, and it's just like we don't get people... anything out of it. No. So I learned, like I learned from you, and how yeah. I can be a better person. But at the same yeah, time, yeah, and on how I can be a better helper medium in that regard. That's all it is. People who would use that information against you will never be able to get to clear themselves out to get to that level because they're so caught up in themselves and their insecurity. That's all that they're ever going to see. That they simply just won't have access or to the that they experience, or intuition yeah. like that. And you like you can just see that in people. Like you're so, they're so caught up in themselves. So Emmy, it's a feeling of genuine softness and care for the people who meditate with you. Like a big loving sister and a big loving brother. Take it, I'm the sister. Does that flow easily? Do you see people at their highest potential? Yeah. I do. And I think that we kind of answered that a little bit, but just the feeling of genuine care is because I genuinely care <laughs> if there's, well, it's just because if there's, if there's anything that I'm sure of in this world, it's that I know the love that I have is pure. I love because I don't need anything back from you. I feel like I've gotten to the point in myself where I have so much love for me and where I came from and what I've gone through that it's so easy for me to share that with other people because I just want you to get to that point for yourself. I want you to feel that level of love for yourself, you know, and it's like being a big loving sister and big loving brother. Well, we are one the almost the oldest siblings. We, we've grown up raising kids and taking care of each other. And it's like me and you weren't close for a long time. I feel like not until like just a couple of years ago, but I feel like we needed that being twins to kind of go through life separately and then come back together and really, and like, look how much stronger we are now just as people and how much that helped us. Like, I feel like that's just, I just want to share that. I'm just, a, I want to share the knowledge that I have, the care that I have, the love. Yeah, and tapping into people, you definitely do see their highest potential or where they can reach in, this, in the level or the next level that they're going to. And I mean, that's why we do it, because I want to see you get there. I Just being down in the dumps where we have to where we are now and just the different perspective that comes out on life with it. I totally want that for you. I want everyone to see the world from their best perspective, because such a great world when you do and imagine if everyone was at their best perspective their best self think about how much greater the world would be in turn like it's just a never-ending step up you can always help more people out. it feels like flowers being planted everywhere and everywhere you go there's just so many beautiful like flowers to smell and experience and see yeah and that's exactly what i want for everybody yeah. so for our last question do you ever see the world from a higher state, like seeing with spirit eyes? I kind of interpret that as like seeing a higher potential for the world. Like, I think that's what they're asking. Um, and yeah, 
that's like that's I feel like that's why I keep going and that's why I do what I do is because yes I see the higher potential in people but also just for the world and even all the way just smaller and down into my life I see the higher potential I see how things could be and how much love there could be and how easy and efficient things could be for everybody and that you don't need the pain and the struggle and the trauma so and I think everybody yeah, gets a taste like of that I, yeah that's just what I work towards especially like going into nature sitting by a nice stream or feeling a nice breeze in your face on a nice summer day like all those things that's just nature reminding you of its potential of what the world's supposed to be like what the earth is like and, and I feel like all, that's what it's all about. Yeah, and it's all feeling motivation the sun, to feeling keep the that, sun preserve on your face. that. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like it all it all comes back to nature. And like you just look at nature and you see how efficiently it works. Everybody has a role that they play, and it all works perfectly. The only people who fuck it up are humans. But just for what it's all about, being able to sit outside and feel the sun on your face and the wind in your hair and the grass under your feet and really feel all of the love and the potential just in those tiny things that you do all the time, but you never notice. So being able to take the time to notice them and actually feel what's in them and not just be constantly running through your day. Mm -hmm. That's a good question. These all were. Yeah, they were great questions. Thank you so much, you guys. It definitely gave us a lot to think about. And special uh, thanks to our client for uh, writing these and sending them in. Yeah, absolutely. And just thank you guys for joining us, listening to us, supporting us. Uh, is there anything else you want to say, Zach? Leaving good reviews. Keep it up. Share it. Please. Share it with your friends, share it with your family, especially if you like it, even more if you didn't like it. At the Thank end of the you. day, glad to be here I again. Think, yeah. And just at the end of the day, after everything that we've said, the only I feel like my the only thing that we do for you is give you something to think about. So if it really bothers you, ask yourself why it bothers you. Like it's just information it's just us sharing what we've gone through and what we experienced so any way that that can help you whether you enjoyed it or you didn't it's just something for you to kind of think about so yeah thank you so much everyone it was so wonderful to connect with all of you i hope you all have a great day and we'll see you next time bye